everybody. What is going on? You know what time it is. You're listening to Join the Journey podcast with your host, Emma Daughter. Thanks for joining. Today, I want to walk us through the triumphal entry. We hear about it a lot on Palm Sunday, but why is it so significant? Oftentimes, when we read our Bibles, there are cultural, historic, or geographic references we don't understand and we skip over them. We're so used to encountering words or places we don't recognize that we can become blind to how much we're skipping. Matthew 21 starts off like this. Now when they drew near to Jerusalem and came to Bethpage to the Mount of Olives. Right off the bat, we're introduced to two locations, Jerusalem and Bethpage. You've probably heard of Jerusalem before, but Bethpage? Maybe not. It was about 1.5 miles east of Jerusalem. Let's keep reading. Jesus sent two disciples, telling them, Go to the village ahead of you. Right away you will find a donkey tied there and a colt with her. Untie them and bring them to me. Verse 3. If anyone says anything to you, you are to say, The Lord needs them, and he will send them at once. This is fascinating. It's important for us to understand that at this time, unless you were incredibly wealthy, people walked everywhere. So why would Jesus have asked for a donkey? This is the only instance in the New Testament where Jesus rides an animal. And back in the Old Testament, there are two noteworthy instances where we see a king riding into the gates of Jerusalem on a donkey or mule as horses were associated with warriors. But donkeys, they were associated with peace. One example is King David returning to Jerusalem in peace after the death of Absalom. And the other was King Solomon when he was being enthroned, or said differently, becoming king. Now, it's interesting. This is the only instance where Jesus refers to himself as Lord. That's significant. In this New Testament passage, we see so much Old Testament prophecy being fulfilled. A king who'd rule forever coming from David's line. That's the Davidic covenant, God's promises to King David. I mean, Gosh, it's amazing. You've got Jesus as Lord asking for a donkey, something only royalty would have, and he's one and a half miles east of Jerusalem. And while we don't exactly know where Bethpage was, the fact that it was east is significant. And if you don't believe me, I want you to pause this episode and look up Ezekiel 11, 23, Ezekiel 43, 1 through 5, and Zechariah 14, 4, because we see some amazing prophecies being fulfilled. But let's keep reading. Verse 4. This took place to fulfill what was spoken by the prophet, saying, Say to the daughter of Zion, Behold, your king is coming to you, humble and mounted on a donkey and on a colt, the foal of a beast of burden. Okay, Matthew, he's trying to help us see that everything that's about to unfold is all in accordance with that which God, through the Old Testament prophets, had said would happen. Look at verse 5. Say to the daughter of Zion. Say to who? Daughter of Zion is referring to Jerusalem. That's a reference we might be tempted to skip over, but it's important as it's an idiom. Back in episode five, we talked a lot about idioms, but as a reminder, an idiom is a significant phrase that has an underlying meaning attached to it. In Daughter of Zion, our English version of this idiom is referring to the people who live in Jerusalem. So not the city itself, but the people within it. Say to the people in Jerusalem, your king is coming. Verse 6. The disciples went and did as Jesus had directed them. They brought the donkey and the colt and put on them their cloaks, and he sat on them. Verse 8. Most of the crowds spread their cloaks on the road, and others cut branches from the trees and spread them on the road. 
today? I like to think of this as a red carpet event. Just as we roll out the red carpet for celebrities at big movie premieres, so too were the crowds trying to honor and celebrate Jesus. Verse 9. And the crowds that went before him and that followed him were shouting, Hosanna to the Son of David! Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord! Hosanna in the highest! This is wild. Previously, in Jesus' ministry, he seemed to have withdrawn from the public eye often, but now he's organized, well, basically a parade. Think about the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade or the Boston Marathon. Everyone knows something's going on because roads are closed and people are everywhere. A similar thing was happening here. Verse 10, And when he entered Jerusalem, the whole city was stirred up, saying, Who is this? And the crowd said, This is the prophet Jesus from Nazareth of Galilee. Now I want you to remember, Jesus was coming to Jerusalem from Bethpage in the east. Many commentators agree that this means Jesus likely entered Jerusalem through the Sheep Gate, which it's actually the entrance through which worshipers would come and bring sheep or lambs for sacrifice. It was the gate closest to the temple. How fitting that the Lamb of God, he who would die on the cross for us, would enter through this gate. When we don't stop to carefully study cultural references in the scripture, we can miss a lot of cool things God wants to show us. A prophecy from Zechariah 9.9 says this, Rejoice greatly, daughter of Zion. Shout, daughter of Jerusalem, look, your king is coming to you. He is legitimate and victorious, humble and riding on a donkey, on a young donkey, the foal of a female donkey. How grateful are we that God did what he said he'd do through Zechariah. Our king came on a donkey, but died as the sacrificial lamb, defeating the grave so that we might find life in him. And I'm so glad we're on this journey together. Hey, we want to thank you for listening and we hope you enjoyed the episode. Did you know that you can help support Join the Journey by rating and reviewing this podcast? And if you're willing, we'd love it if you subscribe, because the more you download, the easier it will be for new friends to find the podcast.